basement of the Gawler Heritage, well, in the Gawler Heritage Centre, which is in the basement of the Gawler Institute, now the Gawler Civic Centre, or anyway, <laughs> historic building. Good to be here. I'm Kay, yes. and with Jeanette, who's the other reader, and I think Jeanette will kick off with 150 years ago, looking okay. back through the files of the budget for Wednesday, February 16. Before we do, I'll just mention in last week's podcast, we were a little bit unsure of which company Perry Engineering took over. Perry Engineering took over James Martin's engineering company in 1915, sorry, with the yep. Phoenix Foundry which in Gawler. Right. By that stage, they were producing most of their locos down in Islington, so they moved pretty much all the loco production down to Islington, which is why the Perry Engineering takeover, I think, was not popular in Gawler, because it would have created a lot of unemployment. So the fact that they had built one loco here was news, and that's why that was probably a news story, because... It was trying to say, yes, so they are going to build locos here, but that's oh, possibly the only one. Wow. Well, so it was a sad day for Gawler. Yeah, it was. So, 150 years ago, extraordinary recovery from snake bite. On Sunday evening last, a child about five years of age, belonging to Mr. Jamison of Bulls Creek, was taken suddenly and dangerously ill. Dr. Ferguson was soon in attendance and found the child exhibiting all the symptoms of snake bite. Two small punctures were seen on the upper part of the thigh, but neither the child or parents could account for them. A number of snakes have been seen there this season and probably the child was bitten while playing in the grass. The parents administered brandy freely and Dr. Ferguson on his arrival found that to some extent the symptoms had abated. After using necessary remedies, the child recovered and is now quite well. I love the idea of liberal amounts of brandy. Yes, to the child. (laughs) Get that blood streaming around the system with a bit of brandy. It's like, lucky he survived. (laughs) I mean, Charlie. Still, that's what it was 100 years ago. Yes, yes. 150 years ago. They could identify illness, but they couldn't cure it. So I was doing some research into medical practice of that time. So the doctors were basically, they'd come and say, oh, yes, you've got this. I know these symptoms. But they couldn't do anything about it. I know what it is, but you're going to die anyway. So. Yes. <laughs> One hundred years ago, bushfires at a meeting of the District Council of Manapara East held on Monday last, the matter of the prevalence of bushfires within the district was commented upon by the chairman, Mr George Bowman. He said that he had been requested by several ratepayers to call a public meeting to discuss the matter. It was agreed that nearly all the fires could be traced to persons shooting around the district. Many carloads made the weekend trip for the bunny shooting and while in the most instances keeping within the precincts of the law, were very careless in the lighting of fires and more especially cigarette smoking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it really gives the feel of a different age, doesn't it? Does, it does, But you can also imagine 100 years ago, it was only the fairly wealthy that had cars. Yeah. So, you know, these were the, the sort of champagne set of the time, mm. coming up to do their bit of weekend sport yes. with their cars and then out with their cigarettes, cigarettes and yes. you know, the 1920s. So, yes, it was the, yes, the ranging time, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. And not much regard for farms. Mm. They wouldn't have even had much country knowledge, oh, probably. No, city, well, city people. Well, they all would have grown up with firearms, so it's not like now where you know no. you have to have a really good reason yes. for it. Nearly everyone had a gun. Mm. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, 50 years ago. Old shop dates back to 1855. The front section of Gawler's first carpentry shop 
which dates back at least as far as 1855, has been demolished, but a solid stone rear section is to be retained. The shop next to Rinnan's Grocers in Cowan Street was originally the premises of Deland and Tardiff, carpenters and builders. Among many buildings in the town, they erected the town hall and institute. So Rinnan's Grocers, that's up pretty much, I think, where she's at. She's at this is, yeah. Yes. It was a huge... Uh, a lot of discussion when women's store. I, I remember women's store, but I also remember the the sale yards up where Coles is. So well, very vaguely, mm. that was when I was a kid. They were still there, mm. and Coles owned them then because Coles were stud stock as well as groceries, and uh-huh. as we know mm. them, but they were very much stock and station type agencies. Okay. So that it was Coles that owned the, the sale yard where the horses right. were horses were sold. But yeah, Winnens was opposite, but I don't remember the other one because what's the point in keeping an old stone wall that's out the back that no one's gonna see? Mm. It's a bit like we were just saying about the yes. buildings that have just got facades left and it's just like you might as well get rid of the building as leave mm. yes. fake yeah. coats of arms There's and things some like that. Absurd ones. There was a slideshow in Guardian of English ones where some of them are just so absurd where they just kept this fake facade yeah. and it just yeah. looks ridiculous. Yeah, facadism is really, you know, it's just like a distant so nod to, to yes, something yeah. and it just makes yes. sense. Yeah. Okay. So 25 years 25 ago. years ago. Thanks for our house. A Yatalung couple have heaped praise on the CFS after a grass fire swept within 30 metres of their home last Wednesday. Ian and Sandra Lloyd said firefighters had responded promptly to their call for help after they raised the alarm about 10.40am. Mrs Lloyd said she had packed the children into the car and left the property while her husband had remained on the scene to help CFS volunteers. Another local farmer, Harold Fellows, had also assisted. Of course it's this it time of year, isn't it? Yes, it's right. so dry. And uh, February, and this year it's not as dry as usual, so we sort of forget the fire danger a bit, but oh, yeah. it's usually yeah. huge at this time of year. So, ten years ago, development plan for Novasite. The southern end of Murray Street could soon become home to a three-storey restaurant and retail precinct under a plan by local developer Jim Vallalonga. The 6,000 square metre development would boast up to three restaurants, 800 square metres of retail space, 2,000 square metres of office space and a major overhaul of Café Nova. Mr Vellalonga will foot between four and six million for the development, which has been in the pipeline for almost a decade. And it's still in the pipeline. It's still in the pipeline. It hasn't changed and the car park is still not sealed and no. and the old kindergarten's still a wreck. I mean I can think of a hundred uses for that building. Yes. That little kindergarten they'd have no architectural merit unlike no. some buildings, but it could have been used for yes. Yeah. community organisation mm. could make great right. use of yeah. that. But no. I remember about 10 years ago he approached a friend of mine for an investment and there's no demand for retail in Gawler. Retails are dying. Yeah. Online is yeah. the way to go. I mean, I've yes. a new cover for my phone and I've looked around everywhere because mm. it's old at five years old. Mm. I was like, yeah, really? <laughs> or six years old. But it was only the cover that was really mm. bad. The battery runs bad flat fairly quickly now but I couldn't get one anywhere mm. so I got one online for five dollars I mean it cost yes, me more yeah. for the postage mm. yeah you know no wonder shops are dying retail's dying because um, well there's some things like we've been doing click and collect orders and I much prefer to go and buy off the shelf yeah 
Have yeah. you got no say over what you get? Yes. You lose a lot of your sort of autonomy as a shop. Yes, you do. Order. Yeah. And same with online. And we've ordered some things over online. Like when children were little, the toys I used to buy from them, you could, couldn't buy in Australia. Yeah. yeah. And so I had to buy all those online. And Justin would buy electronic parts from Asia because they were so much cheaper than in Australia. But when it's a specific product and you know what you're getting yeah. and you trust the source, yeah. it's fine. But this. Some things it's good to buy online, others it's just better yeah. to Well, I couldn't store. get that anywhere, Reg. I tried all sorts mm. of funny little mm. shops and mm. big shops, and yes. uh, they just yes. want to sell you a new phone at four or yes. five hundred dollars or six hundred or yeah. eight hundred or whatever, yeah. or let's yeah. sign up for something with Telstra for another five years at enormous amounts. So, no, no, thanks. Okay, so to Gawler now and then. Oh, this is Gawler Show 1904. Gawler Agricultural, Horticultural and Floricultural Society officials and dignitaries display the stump jump harrow made by W.T. Tape in Williston. And there's a fine collection of men. Yes. Yes, look at all the beards. All the beards and all the hats and all the coats and suits and ties. And And not a single woman amongst them, of course. No, of course not. No. Yeah. It's an interesting thing, the stump jumper, designed to be able to work fields with mallee roots. Yeah, it was to fr- be able to flip up out of yes. the way when they yes. hit something hard, wasn't yes. it? Because grabbing out the roots was oh, such hard work. It's incredible work. Yeah. So. Hmm. All right, well, that's last week. Yes, so that's it for this week. For all life's signs.